On today's show, we continue our World Juniors breakdown with roster and lineup predictions for Sweden, Finland, Czechia, and Slovakia. All coming up on Locked On NHL Prospects. You are Locked On NHL Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On NHL Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On this podcast, I break down everything prospects related for you five days a week, Monday to Friday. I'm Hattie Kalakesh. I'm a scout and prospect analyst across multiple platforms, including this one. And I've got a great show for you today. We're going to be continuing our World Junior rosters breakdown. Um, now, some of these rosters are really hypothetical. A lot of, you know, a lot of stuff hasn't been announced at all yet. Uh, this is just sort of projections and uh, sort of what I would do in charge of these teams. Uh, now, before we get into any of it, make sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and make sure to follow us along on your favorite podcasting platform and make us your first listen of the day. It's always very much appreciated. So we'll start with Team Sweden. Sweden for me is um, just a team that's just much stronger at forward than a defense and uh, especially in goal. Um, among the reasons why Simon Edvinson surprisingly declined his invitation to the World Juniors, which you don't see often. He's playing in the AHL with the Grand Rapids Griffins uh, and developing pretty well in that league. So I kind of understand him not wanting to go and compete against uh, his age group when he's uh, he's getting pro experience right now. Uh, but at the same time, again, something you don't see often uh, from uh, World Junior eligible defensemen um, and just you know World Junior players in general. It's not something you see a lot. Um, now let's move on right into the goaltender discussion in Sweden. Um, so they've got three netminders who I think are pretty tied, um, and not for not for being very good, but simply because there's a clear lack of um, of other netminders available in this, you know, for the World Juniors that are that are age eligible for this tournament. Um, so they've got Carl Lindbaum, a seventh round pick of the Vegas Golden Knights in 2021. Uh, their second string would probably be Ian Blomquist, an undrafted uh, netminder, and another net, uh, undrafted netminder in Marcus Brandman. Um, now, this is not a goaltender core that offers much um, promise, that doesn't offer much confidence. Um, and, and it might be pretty easy to get goals through them, especially with the lack of a Simon Edmondson, a, a proper top-end, high-caliber high uh, first-pair defender on that team. Moving on to defenders, speaking of which, there are eight of them so far that um, that Sweden has retained. Again, they've got a 24-man roster. I think they're going to stick with that. Um, now, they've got Adam Engstrom, a Montreal Canadiens third-round pick in 2022. They've got a Florida prospect in Ludwig Janssen, um, Hugo Jonasson, who went undrafted, Jakob Noren, same thing. Um, Kali Adelius, a New York Islander second-round pick in this past draft. Elias Patterson. Not that one, the defender uh, that, that that also belongs to the Vancouver Canucks. He's a defensive prospect they picked up in last year's draft. We've got Axel Sandin-Palika, who's a 2023 NHL draft eligible. He's been playing really, really well, so definitely deserves the invite. And Victor Schuholm, who is another undrafted defender. Now, for me, the likely pairing, pairings in this situation would probably be Kalil Delius and Ludwig Janssen at the top. Um, I think those two are going to be playing really well off each other. Adelius is, is very good with the puck. Um, does have some defensive limitations, but the things he can do with the puck are really promising. His playmaking, his vision um, are pretty good, and he's got really, really good skating, which complements his rush defending really well, but in his own zone, it's a different story. 
you pair that with Jansen, who's really good in his own zone, but can also make breakout passes pretty efficiently and, and is a good skater. By the way, Sweden, it's kind of a common thread between all their players. They're all really good skaters. I don't know what they put the wa- in the water in Sweden, but it's definitely a thing. Um, but moving on to the second pair, I think Adam Engstrom and a- Axel Sandin Palika would be a great second pair. Um, Engstrom is a bit of a Swiss Army knife. He's a player who thinks his way out of trouble, who um, consistently looks for outlets and uh, plays pretty simple hockey. Um, he does you know, have a tendency to drive the puck up too high when he's carrying it out, uh, not delegating at the right times. Uh, but that's where Axel Sandin Palika comes in. He's a great offensive weapon. He's good on off the rush. He can defend in his own zone as well. Um, just a, a well-rounded game with a lot of you know different facets and a pretty decent offensive ceiling. So I think those two will play off each other really well. And then the final pair would be Elias Patterson and Victor Schulholm. Um, those two would be pretty interesting to to watch together. I think that Patterson is the type of player who's who goes pretty sort of under the radar in these sort of tournaments, but actually has a decent defensive impact. He uses a stick really well. Not the most physical, not the most punishing, but can definitely hold his own. Um, and then you've got uh, Jakob Noren and Hugo Jonasson on the outside as two undrafted defenders. Um, no slight on them. I just think that the guys ahead of them just deserve to be where they're at. Now, moving on to the forward discussion for Team Sweden. So they've actually got a very stacked uh, forward core uh, for this tournament. To name some guys, uh, well, to name them all, there's 13 of them. Philip Beistet of the San Jose Sharks. Leo Carlson, uh, a top four prospect in this upcoming draft. Um, Jonathan Lekirimaki, who's another Vancouver Canucks prospect. Uh, Fabian Lucelle, Boston Bruins. Liam Ogren, um, Minnesota Wild. They've got an undrafted player in Milton Oscarson. Uh, haven't watched much of him, but he can't be much better than the guys ahead of him um, in this lineup. Uh, Noah Ostlund of uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Oscar Pedersen, a fourth-round pick of the Ottawa Senators. Um, we've got Simon Robertson of the St. Louis Blues. Isaac Rosan of the Buffalo Sabres. Um, and three more guys in Victor Sternborg of Chicago, uh, William Strongren of Calgary, and Fabian Wagner of Winnipeg. Now, we'll talk about the lineup itself and what's going to look like, who's going to play with who. I, I've really gone for players that I think will complement each other really well. Um, our first line for me would be uh, Isaac Rosan, Leo Carlson, and Fabian Lucell. Now, Carlson and Lucell for me are match made in heaven. Uh, Carlson's really good at delaying, protecting the puck, and 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 shielding it, and and you know waiting for his options to come to him. Whereas Lucell is a pace pusher; he's constantly going to be driving uh, around defenders, creating havoc off the rush. So those two would work really well off each other. You add to that Rosan, who's a Swiss, Army, a Swiss Army nice type of player who can shoot pretty well, can you know make plays at a high level, but also is, is very responsible defensively, really good with his stick, um, decently physical. Uh, it's a very balanced first line. I think it could do a lot of damage at this tournament. And the reason those three are together is because I do not want to break up this second line. They've been playing together forever uh, at every level with uh, your gardens uh, down to the J20 level. And that's Liam Ogren, uh, Noah Oslund, and Jonathan Lekerimaki. Those three are um, what you call a match made in heaven. Lekerimaki, a pure sh- goal scorer. Oslund, a very smart, very intelligent distributor. Uh, great playmaking ability. And Ogren, who can do absolutely everything for you uh, from defend to shoot to pass to... Uh, man the four check get back on defense he's the defensive element on that line and they work really really well off each other it's a it's a very you know smart combination Ergren for me is the one with the most projectable elements to the nhl level but those other two have the higher upside in my opinion i think usland if he hits could be a top six center with a lot of value on the power play um he's kind of weird for me to scale he's been kind of tough to watch this year the issue with him is he doesn't really have a b game so if his goal scoring doesn't translate to the nhl you're not really getting much out of him 
Moving on to the third line, that would be Simon Robertson, Philip Beistet, and Oscar Pedersen. Now, you can sort of switch the second and third line around. That would still work out. I think Robertson is going to be offering a lot of goal scoring. Bustet has that uh, that ability to connect with his teammates at, at decent paces. Um, you know, and he's got that big body that will be able to wreak havoc in the center lane of the ice. Then you add Oscar Pedersen to that, who's a, a player with really good hands, who can, you know, make plays through traffic. You've got a good combination. And then the fourth line would be William Stromgren, Victor Sternborg, and Fabian Wagner. Now, these are kind of sort of shoe-ins for me. I think all three of them have more value than Os- than Milton Oscarson at this point. He's probably going to be the outlier in this uh, 13-man roster. But um, I think these are three guys that can contribute defensively, do a good job. I'm not too sure about Wagner. I wasn't the highest on him. But he'll be interesting to watch um, in this upcoming uh, World Championship. So that's going to be it for our first segment. Now we're going to get into Team Finland's roster and lineup predictions right after these messages. Do you like betting? BetOnline.net is your number one source for any wager that interests you. From the NFL to the NBA to the MLB and even NCAA football, UFC, golf, anything you like, they have you covered. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game on their website or app. They're, of course, a great source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting. So you can keep up with bets as they unfold. Uh, they've got up to the minute scores for every sport out there. They're the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts. All right. So moving on to team Finland. Now they've got a decent roster, um, but nothing's really official. Nothing's and nothing at all has been announced so far, actually for them. Uh, which is pretty shocking given that Team Canada and Sweden have already finalized their rosters, whereas we haven't even heard much in terms of uh, even starting the camp for Finland. Um, so I'll keep it kind of pretty simple with them and just go for what I think that the projected lineup would be um, and not sort of delve too far into extras and cuts and all that, but there's still a couple of pe- players I want to mention. So for me, in uh, the case of uh, Team Finland, the first line would almost definitely be Ville Koivinen of the Carolina Hurricanes, Brad, Brad Lambert of the Winnipeg Jets, and Joachim Kamel of the National Predators. Now, in Koivinen, you've got a great playmaker, a great two-way guy who's going to be able to um, you know, play the defensive side of the puck really well and get chances for his teammates, uh, create turnovers in, and rifle them up the ice for a streaking Lambert or Kamel. Lambert, for me, is one of, the, one of the best skaters, if not the best skater in this tournament. His skating stride is excellent, and he uses it really well off the rush to create chances. If you get him the puck in the defensive zone and let him skate it up, he's almost definitely going to be in the offensive zone in possession of, of the puck before you even know it. Then you add on top of that Joachim Kamel's goal-scoring ability, his physicality, his, his, his hands and tight. Um, I think that line can do a lot of damage. They, they definitely rival Sweden's first line. I think they even outplay it. Um, and outperform it in this tournament. But I think that Sweden's depth is going to be more important. Moving on to the second line for Finland, it drops off pretty quickly. For me, the second line would be Miko Matika of the Arizona Coyotes, Topi Roni of the Calgary Flames, and Miko Hurtanen of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, those three, you can see the steep drop off between line one and line two. I think that um, Finland's forward core is less impressive than their decor, which is kind of the opposite of um, what it is for Sweden. Um, so those three are, are kind of well-rounded players who don't necessarily excel at anything, but kind of do everything pretty well. Uh, but then on the third line, you've got your our first 2023 eligible of this roster, and it's Kasper Haltonen, um, a big winger who can score, who can drive the net, 
Uh, you pair him with uh, Oliver Kapanen of the Montreal Canadiens, who's pretty good in transition and making passes. Um, not too high on his defensive game or his goal scoring, but he can definitely make passes through through lanes pretty well. And you just plug Yanni Newman on that line. Uh, Newman is a prospect of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, could be a great fit for those two. And then finally, the last, the the, the fourth line um, is actually not bad. I think that the, the talent is definitely spread out among the last three lines. Um, but this final line for Finland, in my opinion, will probably be Samu Salminen of the New Jersey, New Jersey Devils, Alexandri Kaskimaki of the St. Louis Blues, and Kali Vaisinen of the New York Rangers. Now, of this crop, we've really just got uh, Oliver Kapanen and Kali Vaisinen, who are sort of notable returnees among the, amongst the guys who make the cut. Um, I believe Lambert did play in that tournament, but um, it wasn't anything sort of outlandishly impressive. Um, so Kapanen and Vaisinen are sort of the guys that are going to be the most experienced at this tournament. It's going to be interesting to see him go about it. Um, they're going to be playing in that bottom six, adding some experience to that bottom of the lineup, and uh, hopefully, you know, creating chances for their team. For me, the cuts, the guys who barely um, sort of missed the cut in this roster. First, Lenny Hamenho, who's another 2023 eligible for Team Finland. I think he barely misses out on the cut. Um, there are just, you know, there's a lot of quality in this top, in this top 12. I just don't think that Hamenho has shown... Um, enough in terms of his actual play on the ice to merit, um, you know, a, a, a spot in that top 12. Got to that, uh, Viljami Mariela of the Buffalo Sabres. He's one of the top leading scorers in the Finnish Junior 20 Liga. Um, so he might be an, an option there. We've also got Sami Paivarinta, who's a twice undrafted um, forward. He's a diminutive center. He's 5'9". Um, but he really impressed at the U20 level of Finland already. He had set seven points in eight games for them at, in, in junior competition uh, at the U20 level at the international level. So that was pretty impressive of him. But let's move on to the decor. This is where it gets interesting for Finland. Um, their first pair for me is almost definite. It's going to be Aron Kiviharju, a 2024 NHL draft eligible and a potential top three pick in that draft. Um, he's extremely good on his skates. Just a lot of mobility, a lot of uh, you know high-end intelligence to his game. He reads the game really well. It's going to be really interesting to see him go at it. And I pay, I would pair him with Alexi Haimosalmi of the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, Haimosalmi is another sort of offensive dynamo, but he's got a bit more um, sort of versatility to his game. I think Kyuharyu has a certain play style and he sticks to it. Yes, he can do a tiny bit of everything, but his main thing is driving transition, getting to the offensive zone, moving along the blue line, uh, showcasing his hands when closing down the slot. That's what he excels at for us. Uh, Haima Salmi, I think, has, a, has more of a rush defending element than he does. Then the second pair would probably be Topias Villen of the New Jersey Devils and Otto Salin of the Los Angeles Kings. Now, admittedly, I haven't followed Otto Salin a whole lot since getting uh, since he got drafted, um, but I have been following Topias Villen of the New Jersey Devils, and man, his, his emergence has been outstanding. He's a double-digit point producer in the SHL right now um, in his draft plus two year. It's very impressive to see him go at it at such a young age and, and do a decent job. I, I saw him as sort of a more physical and, and sort of defensively responsible to defender, but he's added some offensive tools in the last years, and, and his, his intelligence with the puck has clearly shown once he was able to uh, develop the, the skill set in the hands to be able to match that intelligence that he has. Um, and then the, the third pair for me would probably be Jimmy Suomi and Casper Kulanumi of the National Predators. Now... Suomi went undrafted. I was pretty surprised to see that. I've been pretty impressed with what I've seen from him in the Liga. Um, Kulanumi uh, has been playing most of the year in the joint J20 level and has been pretty much crushing the competition since getting drafted last season. So 
I was pretty high on Kulanumi. I saw him as a decent prospect in this year. And uh, yeah, he's proven me right. And then the uh, final two uh, that don't make the, the top six would be Kelly Irvasti, an undrafted defender, and the New York Islanders' Alexi Malinin. So again, the, the top pair for Finland of Kiviharju and Haimasalmi will be driving a lot of their offense. You pair that with Koivin and Lambert and Kamel, and you've got a front five, a, a core five that will do a lot of damage against top-end teams. Um, so teams have to be wary of those top players, make sure they match them really well. Coaches need to be on their toes regarding who's on the ice so that they're not left to play against lower end competition because you can't give, give any of these guys an inch. They'll, they'll, take, a, they'll take an arm. It's really impressive. Um, and then finally, for the netminding uh, discussion, for me, it's pretty clear cut and straightforward. Um, it's going to be Nicholas Coco of the Seattle Kraken is going to be taking the net. And uh, the only other guy that I would see sort of in this conversation, again, it's it's Finnish goaltending. I'm not really sort of the the guy to, to, to go to for you know specifics about him. But Coco was drafted really high and has shown some good things so far. And the other I would mention is Akuko Skinvo, but, you know, he's been playing kind of poorly for Harvard. He's only figured in maybe five, six games um, and letting let in a lot of goals. But the NCAA is pretty weird with stat lines. So, you know, he's one of those guys I would consider um, in terms of a backup to Nicholas Coco. That's going to be it for the uh, lineup of Team Finland. Now we're going to have a double to end the episode. We're going to look at uh, Team Czechia and Team Slovakia. We're going to break down uh, the projected lineups, uh, pairings, and and lines and all that, as well as the final roster with extras. So we'll get to it right after these messages. All right, so to end out this episode, we're going to go with a doubleheader, um, Czechia and Slovakia, two countries that used to be one. Uh, so let's start on Czechia's side. They have got uh, 15 forwards, nine defenders, and three netminders left in their uh, selection camp. So uh, there's still uh, two or three cuts to make um, in order to get down to, to 25 or 24 and be eligible for the tournament. Um, on forward, they've got Andre Becker, an undrafted uh, forward of the Prince George Cougars in the WHL. Um, Jakub Rabenitz of the Charlotte Islanders in the queue. He uh, is a Vegas Golden Knights prospect. Yaroslav Schmelar, um, a, a New York Rangers prospect. We've got Peter Hauser, really impressed me uh, in my viewings of him. Um, he plays for Sparta Praha in the uh, Czech Republic. He's a New Jersey Devils prospect. Um, Jakub Kosh, I haven't really seen much of. He plays for Ilves in Finland, but he's some, some someone who I've you know, heard good things about and um, will probably be making this lineup, especially as a uh, 2003 born, you know, drafted prospect. The, the odds are high. Then we go to Yuri Kulich, um, who plays for the Rochester Americans in the AHL uh, prospect of the Buffalo Sabres. He's been really impressive this year. He was one of the guys that I considered one of the top rookies um, in the AHL right now. So really happy to see him here. He's probably going to be their main offensive weapon, um, you know, in that final third. You got Marcel Marcel, a really, really funny name. Um, but I don't see much in this player that, you know, warrants a top 12, you know, definitive. He plays for Gatineau in the QMJHL. He's kind of average. Um, you know, just to rifle them off quickly uh, Adam Matura, uh, Matush Menchik, um, Lukas Pyre, Martin Rasavi of the Moose Warriors is, is one that I would look at as, as a pretty interesting offensive weapon on that first line. Um, Robin Shapushek, uh, Gabriel Sturk, uh, Edward Shala is really, I think, the guy that they're going to go to for offense. And he's he's a 2023 eligible. He's a 2005 born prospect, one of the youngest 
uh, born, um, you know, 2023 NHL draft eligibles and the youngest player on this team. He's almost definitely going to be leading the charge for them offensively with Yuri Kulich. Then at the end, we've got Matias Shapovalov, who in recent viewings hasn't been much impressive to me, um, but definitely deserves a mention, um, you know, in the top six for uh, Team Czechia. And we move on to the defense. The draft prospects we have, we've got Merrick Alsher, Thomas Hamara of the, of the um, Ottawa Senators. We've got two Columbus Blue Jackets defenders in David Juracek and Stanislav Zvozil, who I think will be, you know, forming the first pair. That's going to be the, the first pair of defenders for Czechia. We've got David Spacek as well of the Minnesota Wild, a uh, Sherbrooke Phoenix defender, right-handed guy. He's really big, really strong, um, heavy shot, all that. So... Uh, to end this off, I just also wanted to mention the netminders for Czechia. They've got Daniel Kral, Thomas Suchanik, and Oliver Satney. Now, I think that Suchanik is going to be the starter, uh, but honestly, it's very tight between those three. I don't think there's really that much separating them. So um, I have a feeling that Suchanik is going to sort of make it out of that roster um, as the starter, even though I haven't watched much, if even at all, uh, you know, any of these netminders, and I don't consider myself a, a goaltending, you know, expert by any means. I do understand the netminding game, understand what it takes, uh, but it, it's very different than being able to scout at a high level, but based on what I've heard about them and based on other numbers alone, I think that Suchanik has the upper hand. Then we go to the defenders for Czechia. Uh, again, the first pair will be a pair of Columbus Blue Jackets defenders in Stanislav Zvozil and David Juracek. Juracek is big. He's heavy. He's fast. He shoots really hard um, and has all the physical tools on top of having a pretty decent uh, hockey sense. Uh, whereas Zvozil is kind of the opposite, where his mind is kind of limited by his body. So, you know, he thinks the game at a high level, understands it really well, but sometimes he's, his brain thinks too fast for his hands and he makes a mistake. Um, so stuff like that that needs to be ironed out, but I think that he has sort of stood out from this uh, decor as the top guy. Um, then we've got the second pair being Yuri Tihachek and uh, David Spacek. Now, Tihachek has been a favorite of mine for about two, three drafts now. He's he's quick, he's agile, he's extremely good offensively, offers a lot of value in transition, uh, but for some reason, teams just aren't sold. I'm going to guess that it's his size. He's pretty short. Uh, but pairing with David Spacek would be an interesting sort of second line. You've got one guy who's going to be driving the offense, one guy who's going to be sitting back and, and making good plays. So that combination could be pretty good. And then the third pair for me would be David Moravitz and Tomasz Halmara. Now, Moravitz is undrafted, but I've watched him a lot with Halifax, and I've been pretty impressed. He's one of the rare QMJHL defenders that I can go to bat for in terms of defensive upside. So I've liked what I've seen from him. And you add to that pair Thomas Hamara, who um, you know does a bit of everything, but hasn't been really that good for Kitchener this year. Um, I think this is a good chance for him to ride his way up the lineup, maybe you know push past either Tiacek or Spacek on the second pair, that kind of thing. Um, but I think he's going to start off lower down because of a poor start to the season. It's going to take some time to sort of adapt to the um, World Juniors game. And then just as a keeper, as the seventh defender, I would keep Merrick Alsher. I think he definitely deserves it based on his play. Very defensive, very physically strong. If they want someone who's going to offer more defense against bottom sixes, um, they can plug him in instead of David Moravitz or Thomas Ferrara, and he would probably do a good job. The only cut on defense would be Alice Czech, um, who admittedly I haven't watched a lot of, uh, but he's playing Finnish junior hockey, not really putting up really good numbers. Um, again, you know, there's still some hockey left to play, and, and all this needs to play out, but this is just based on you know what I know from these players. Uh, obviously, I can't scout 100 players, uh, you know, in, in in a couple weeks just to get you as much information as possible. There's a lot of these guys that I already know, especially the top end guys. But um, I think that you know, 
especially in terms of uh, defense, defensemen in obscure leagues and especially netminders, my knowledge is limited. I rely on numbers, on analytics, and on uh, hearsay from other scouts. So to f- close us off with the forward core for uh, Czechia, we've got Yuri Kulic, Matias Apovalov, and Edward Schala as the first line. I think that would be a very lethal line, offering a bit of everything, um, but especially a lot of intelligence. It's going to te- it's going to be a line that's going to outthink its uh, opponents on a regular basis. Then we've got Martin Rosavi of the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, paired with Peter Hauser and uh, Yaroslav Shmilar. And this is a line that is, you know, especially in terms of the combination between Rosavi and Hauser, um, you combine those two together, their play is really good. You add Shmilar, who's already got some NCAA experience, uh, experiencing as older players. Um, great second line, you know, something that's, that's going to be able to help them score. Um Berbenitz, Sturk, and Pyre would be my third line. And then we've got Kosh, Sapuchsek, and Mensik as the fourth line. So the two players that are left out of the top 12 would be Marcel Marcel and Adam Matura. So finally, we're going we're gonna to go ahead with Slovakia. Now, there's nothing at all announced yet for Slovakia either. It's the same as Finland, but Slovakia is currently running a training camp for their Europe-based prospects. Um, so that excludes any North American sort of uh, set prospects that they have, like Simon Nemec, Philip Massar, etc. Um, but the, the the roster players at that camp that are surefire players for this World Junior Championship for me are Dalibor Dvorsky of the 2023 draft, Adam Sikora, a prospect of the New York Rangers, and Alex Chernik of the 2023 draft as well. So those are the three guys that I think are almost certainly going to play for Slovakia in the World Juniors. Now, I would include Andre Molnar in there, but he's facing criminal charges right now for a brawl that happened at a floorball game. Um, he basically knocked someone out and broke their jaw um, at a floorball tournament. So when you're facing criminal charges, it's rare that you'll get to you know play in the World Juniors. Now, for the North American-based prospects for me who are sure to play, um, Simon Yemes, Philip Meshar, and Sorbak Pachowski are the three guys that I could hedge my bets on as being definite players who are going to um, be playing at this tournament. Yemets is probably the best defender in Slovakia right now. Uh, Philip Meshar um, might be up there with Dvorsky in terms of the most skilled players on this roster. And he had Sorbak Pachowski, who I was really high on in this draft year. He went in the sixth round to the Minnesota Wild, but I would have taken him way, way earlier than he, than he went. So it was pretty surprising to see him drop that much. Uh, really like his defensive game, really like his uh, transition play and his playmaking. Those are elements that I really like of his game. Um, and he just stepped it up since then in, in juniors. So it's just been really impressive to see him go about it. The question for me with Slovakia will be in goal. With um, Sa- Simon Lapkozy, who was there last year, he's aged out. So it, that leaves a big hole in net. And for me, that just means it's up for grabs. I mean, someone's going to stand out of the lot. I'm pretty sure of it. But... I'm not comfortable at all with Solvec goaltender prospects and not nearly enough to be able to give my thoughts on who, you know, the standout netminder who's going to take the bull by the horns and, and take control of that crease for uh, Slovakia would be. So that will be it for today's episode. Thank you very much for listening all the way to the end. If you appreciated what you saw, make sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and to follow along and make it your first listen of the day on all of your favorite podcasting platforms for your second listen of the day make sure to check out locked on sports today uh they've got all your sources for uh the day's news you know scores on all of your favorite leagues they're really the best place to get you covered on um you know all the information that you need uh to talk about sports at your water cooler with your colleagues now this has been locked on nhl prospects i'm hattie kalakesh and i hope i see you next time